record. Okay, good afternoon. We are starting this week's year, Bezrat Hashem, uh, talking about Tfilah B'Tzibur, davening in a minion. Um, we're going to be talking about a few elements uh, regarding Tfilah B'Tzibur. Number one, the importance of it is an obligation. Is it a Chumrah? Is it Midat um, Chasidut? What exactly is the nature of davening in a community? Number two, we're going to have to discuss is the nature, whatever that obligation or hidur is, is that does it apply similarly to men and women, or is it a distinction between men and women? Uh, number three, we're going to discuss, um, and this is, is, is quite very, very practical. In many cases, how do you define a minion? Meaning, where if we if we decide that we need to dive in, in a in a community, in a tzibur, how do you define davening in a tzibur? Is it enough that 10 people are in the room? Do 10 people not have to have daven? Do they have to start davening at the same time? Um, when I'm talking about davening at the same time, referring to the Shmona Esrei, do they all have to start at the same time? Chazarat um, Hashat, do we need 10 people that have not davened in order to create the obligation? So that's all the major topics that we're going to deal with today. Be'ezrat um, Hashem. Okay, so let's begin. The importance of governing with a minion. Where does this come from? So our first source is the Gemara Masech Brachot, Tafzayin Amud Bet. And uh, there's a conversation takes place between Rav Yitzchak and Rav Nachman. Amale Rav Yitzchak le Rav Nachman. So Rav Yitzchak said to Rav Nachman, My time alo ati ma'al vek nishta litzluye. Why didn't you come to Shul to Daven? Amar le lo yachilna. He said, I couldn't. Had Corona, whatever it is, I couldn't get to Shul. So get gathered together 10 people to your house and daven with them. He said that's going to be a, a, a huge bother to try and gather 10, uh, 10 of my, my uh, neighbors to join me for a minion. So says Rav Yitzhak, well, at least let a messenger, send a messenger to the shul that when they, uh, that when they start davening, the messenger should tell you that this is the time that they're going to start davening and daven together with them. He said to, uh, to Rav Yitzhak, Nachman says to Rabbi Yitzhak, why is it so important? What's this? Why, why, why are you going that I have to daven in a minion? Try and daven when the minion is davening. Amar lei, he said to him, Da'am Rabbi Yochanan Mishum Rabbi Shimon Ba Yochai, Ma'adichtiv. How do I understand the pasuk in Tehillim? Vanit filati lecha eight ratzon. What does that pasuk mean? My davening should be to Hashem at the time when it is uh, favorable to, to daven. When is there a favorable time to daven? At the time when the tzibur is davening. So we see from here the first reason that a person needs to daven in a tzibur is because it's considered davening with a tzibur is an eight ratzon. Tanya Nami Hachi, we also learned this in a brighter Rabbi Nathan Omer. And if we want to be uh, exact, the first source simply says that davening at the time that the community is davening is going to be an eight ratzon, a favorable time. It's not necessarily that davening with a community is critical, but it's rather davening at the time that the community is davening. Let's see the second source. Tanya Namiyachi, Rabbi Nathan Omer, Minayin Shein HaKadosh Baruch Hu Mo'es B'Tfilatan Shor Rabim. From where I know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu does not despise the tefillah of the community. Shenemar, Hein El Kabir V'Lo Yimas. Right? The, 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 the Pasuk says that Hashem, God, does not despise the tefillah of the, the Mati. And the Pasuk also says that uh, he has redeemed my soul and explains the Gemara Amara Kodesh Baruch Hu. What was that Pasuk? 
כל העוסק בתורה, anyone who learns Torah, ‫וגמילות חסדים, ‫and does acts of kindness, ‫ומתפלל עם הציבור, ‫and davens together with the ציבור, ‫נוט, here it's not talking about ‫davening at the time, the same time ‫that the community is davening, ‫but actually is davening together with the community, ‫מעלה אני עליו, ‫I view it כאילו פדעני לי ולבני, ‫that he has redeemed me, ‫that's referring to Akash Baruch. ‫It's as if, whatever that means, A person who davens in a community, it's as if he's redeemed the Kosh Baruch Hu and his children and his son, I'm Israel, from amongst the nations of the world. If I can understand that, the pshat seems to be that you bring in the Geula. Why you bring in the Geula? Because Hashem is kind of in exile. When I'm Israel in exile and Hashem is in exile, and now, that um, and, and when a person davens, so basically you are redeeming Akash Baruch from exile, meaning that now it is time for, for basically you're bringing the gula. Just to focus on the source. If the first, um, sorry, let's, just, let's just carry on with one other source in Avodah Zorah. Why, why, why do they not focus straight away on Rosalind Hashgraf Mele? Because you always, they always, always seem to come up with a bit of a symbol, Rodham Hadrat Melech. And so, so Rodham Hadrat Melech is, is, is something more, meaning you've got a community of 10 people and you've got a community of 100. It's better to be in a community of 100 because that's Rodham, okay. right? Here we're talking a, a stage before that. And the stage before that is that there's a concept of Rob Am is, is, is even if you've got a tzibur, you want all the communities to daven together because then it's Barob Am. It's giving more cover. But this is okay. going even before that, that okay. the community in and of itself, for the first reason brought in the Gemara, it helps your tefillah. Why does it help your tefillah? Because the Kodesh Baruch doesn't despise the tefillah of the masses. The second reasoning is that it's not just that it's going to help your tefillah. You are, and now whatever this means, you redeem a Kodesh Baruch Hu in Am Yisrael, meaning, let's say a person says, Tov, so my tefillahs won't be answered. I'm, I'm prepared to take that chance. But according to the second reasoning, by you not davening in a community, you've lost the opportunity to redeem a Kodesh Baruch Hu in Am Yisrael, whatever that means. Meaning it's not just a question of, is your tefillah going to get answered? This is a better opportunity or not? You say, listen, if it's about um, my tefillah being answered, I'm able to concentrate better at home than I am uh, in the minyan. So that's a question of, okay, tefillah being answered, kavana though, but according to the second reason of the Gemara, there's a different, uh, it's a different reasoning completely. And that is by davening as a community, you are bringing something to the table that there wasn't there, not just regarding whether your tefillah is going to be answered, but you actually, in some way, redeeming our Kodesh Baruch Hu, whatever that means. Um, the Gemari Masechad Avodah Zorah focuses on that the prayer of the community is never rejected, which seems to go with the first reasoning that we saw. Now, let's see how the Rambam rules regarding this tamid. The Rambam says in Hilchot Tefillah that the Tefillah of the community is always heard. Even if the people are sinners, HaKadosh Baruch Hu never despises the prayer of the community. Therefore, says the Rambam, since Hashem doesn't despise the prayer of the community, a person is needs to, right? Or the word tzarich, he needs to daven as part of the community. He should not daven alone as long as he is able to daven in a community. He should always wake up early and, and, and go. Now the Rambam's adding a second thing. 
that the tefillah is only heard in the Beit Knesset. If there is a shul and a person doesn't daven with the community there, he's called a bad neighbor. Now, if you notice, the Rambam is adding, he's putting two elements together. There's davening and there's davening in the shul. And you need both. Now, you could have a situation where you're davening betzibur, but you're not davening in the shul. Says the Rambam, the plot of the Rambam is that that's called a bad neighbor. So I'm not going to get into the, uh, the, the, the discussion of whether these uh, street minions should be continuing or not. But, uh, right. but they, we see from here that the Rambam seems to say that there are two critical elements to davening, meaning over and above, obviously just fulfilling your obligation. The one is davening in a minion and the other is davening in a shul and you shouldn't separate them. Now, it's not so clear. Does this mean, is this, a, is this an obligation? Is this a derabanan? Is this a rabbinic enactment that a person has to do it? Let's see what the Shulchan Aruch writes. Shulchan Aruch and Arachayim, Siman Tzadik, right, in, in, chapter, in chapter 90, Siftet says as follows. Yishtadel adam palel knesset A person should try, yishtadel, to daven in shul with the community. But if it's beyond his control, anus is generally when it, we, we have no choice, it's beyond our control. And he's unable to come to shul. Then at least try and daven at the same time when the community are davening. So we see there are actually three, call it, um, uh, different uh, elements to this Tvilabat Sibur. The one is davening in a shul. The second is davening in a minyan. Usually those two come together. In Corona, we might have a, a scenario where you could daven in a community, but not in the shul. The ideal, the, the shulchan seems to be put them together because why would you daven in a community and not in a shul? So it's not so clear what would happen regarding if you would daven only with the community, but not in the shul. From the Rambam, I seem, uh, at least my, my reading of the Rambam is that that is still very problematic. Um, so you have these two elements. If you cannot daven with the community in a shul, then the third element is davening at the same time when the community are davening. This is still called an eight son. By the way, um, just, just, uh, just as an aside, this idea that when the community daven, it's called an eight son, this comes up in, uh, in the question of can communities daven um, certain tefillot when it is a time of din? For example, for example, slichot. When should we daven slichot? According to the Makubalim, you should only daven slichot after midnight because then it goes from nighttime is generally a time of din, and after midnight towards Alota Shachar is a time of Rachamid. So a person shouldn't daven in a time of din. However, if we say that when a community davens, it's always considered a tratzon. So then maybe one can daven as a community, recite slichot at 10 o'clock in the evening, and there shouldn't be a problem with that. This is an argument put forward by Rav Moshe Feinstein. Rav Moshe Feinstein was asked about a community that people weren't going to come to slichot at midnight. So can they daven at 10 o'clock at night? And his answer was, if they're davening in a community, yesh makom la'kel, because it's an eight ratzon. Whenever the community davens, it's considered an eight ratzon. This is also in the footnote. You can also see in the footnote that regarding davening Musa in a community on Rosh Hashanah, 
the first three hours of the day. That's also um, that's also the Gemara says since it's a community, we don't have to worry about this din. Uh, this uh, you shouldn't daven when it's the time of din. Okay. Now the question now comes about. We saw the Shulchan Aruch. The Shulchan Aruch used the language Yishtadel. Person should try to uh, try to daven in a minute which is a very interesting language. Shulchan Aruch is a, a Sefer Halakha. Sefer Halakha, we don't usually find the language, you should try, that's in Musar books. You know, you should try, you should, yeah, yeah. It's Mutar, it's Asur, it's obligatory, or it's not obligatory. What is the language of, of Yishtadel? Furthermore, it's a bit confusing because the first line in the Shulchan Aruch, here we go back to the Shulchan Aruch, the first line says a person should try. The second line of the Shulchan Aruch is imbuanus, meaning if it's if it's uh, unavoidable, then you don't have to daven in a in a uh, in a minion, implying that if it's not unavoidable, you're obligated. So, so, so how do you understand the Shulchan Aruch? So let's read Rav Moshe Feinstein. Yeah, Moshe Feinstein in Arachaim, Chelik Bet Siman Chafzain has a very very uh, um, I don't know if it's a radical approach, but he's definitely got a very, very strict approach to davening in a minute. Says Rav Moshe Feinstein, davening with a minion is a chiyuv. It's an obligation. It's not just some type of uh, enhancing Midat chasidut that you know I want to be machmir should daven in a minion. How do how does he know this? Because in Perush Rashi of Psachim, mechuyav lelech ad arba minin shul lefanav bolech bederech vaafshet tov lefanav yoter lalon kan. Let's say a person's on a journey and he reaches a place where he wants to camp out for the night, but there's no minion there. But if he goes another four mil. Four meals, call it uh, uh, um, something like uh, 15 kilometers or something, uh, four meals, I think it's eight kilometers. You have to continue going, even though you want to set up camp now. You have to continue going. So he says, Rav Moshe Faisi, you see from here, it's not just the mile, it's an obligation. And if you want to go backwards, let's say you, you, you got to a certain part, a certain point on your journey, but uh, one Mill behind, I think it's two kilometers back, there's a shul in a minion. You have to go back, right? And this is Benifsakin Bishokhanaro Siman Sadik. We see that this is brought down in the Shokhanaro. And therefore, even if a person is in one's home and the shul is a meal away, one has to go to shul. Now, says the shul, the mission, the, 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 the Rav Moshe Feinstein. Realized that the Shulchan Aruch used the word Yishtadel. Person is should try and join a minion. Explains Rav Moshe Feinstein. Do not infer from the expression a person should attempt to daven in a Beit Knesset with the Tzibur that it's only a Maila. The Gamal Chiyuv Shayach Lashon because <clears throat> Moshe Feinstein explains, also regarding an obligation, it's appropriate to use this type of language. Why is it appropriate to use this type of language? Explains the Rav Moshe Feinstein. Everyone agrees that if there is going to be a serious bother meaning you're going to have to walk more than a mil, more than two kilometers, you're going to be exempt. Now, says it's not just walking. Any type of bother, which is a great bother, which is similar to or greater than walking more than two kilometers, would also exempt a person from davening in a minute. And therefore, says Rav Moshe Feinstein, this becomes a very, very subjective discussion. 
אבל כיוון להצטרך בעצמו לדון זה שיש דבר שהוא טרחה לזה ולא לזה. So now it's going to be up to every single person to try and work out, well, what level of bother is this? Is this similar to walking more than two kilometers, in which case I'm exempt and I don't have to bother? Or, no, this is a, a minor bother, and therefore I have to try and make the effort to go. That's why the Shulchan Aruch added this word, Yishtadel, meaning don't, there's going to be many, says the Shulchan Aruch, there's going to be many times where it's going to be up to the person to decide subjectively the level of bother this is. And therefore the Shulchan Aruch is telling you, you should always err on the side of caution, meaning Yishtadel Adam, don't quick, be quick to say, ah, oh, this, this bother, this bother is equal to walking more than a mill, walking more than two kilometers, and I want to, uh, uh, therefore I'm exempt. That's the intention of the Shulchan Aram. So to summarize, Rav Moshe Feinstein holds that davening in a minion is almost an obligation, except that we know that for every obligation, there's certain times when the person is patur, when person is exempt, the case of yeah is a, a certain level of, of bother. And the, the, the Shulchan Aruch was telling you, don't, since this bother or this level of bothersome is, is very subjective, a person should always try and err on the side of caution and not hurry to say, oh, this is a huge bother and therefore I'm going to be exempt. A similar opinion of the Aruch HaShulchan the Aruch HaShulchan says, Hadar v'yushuv toch mil namakom shemitpalalim ba'asara. That's a person uh, lives in a certain area. And there's a shul by him, which is within a mil. Chayav lelech b'chol yom b'kev ha'erev l'itpalel b'tzibu. He's obligated to, to join the minyan. U'pshita shelo yashkim adam lelech b'derech l'dvar rishut. Me'ir sheyesham b'et kneset v'afilu yelech kodem ora b'kev. It's simple, according to the Aruch HaShulchan, that a person shouldn't go on his way and, and uh, for a Davar not for a Mitzvah, um, and, and by that way, going to be missing a minion. On the other hand, we've seen quite a very, very strict opinion, both of Moshe Feinstein, the Aruch HaShulchan, davening in a minion, it's not, it's not just, as we say in Hebrew, mabakach, you know, just, it's not, 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 not critical. According to them, there's almost a real obligation to daven in a minion. However, the Orla Tzion, Rav Ben Tzion Abishal, says, nire, seems to me, it's not an absolute obligation. As the Shulchan Aruch says, a person should attempt, meaning it's not an obligation or not a complete obligation. Mainly, based on this, says Rav Ben Tzion Abishal, a very interesting din. Only palel minchag dolashi b'diavat b'shvil tefila v'tzibur, ele palel minchag tana b'yachid. We know that there are two general times of davening mincha. There's something called mincha gedola, which is just after midday. Half an hour after midday is already the time when what's called mincha gedola, you can daven mincha. And then there's Mincha Ketana, that's from, from uh, Plag onwards, like two and a half hours before, before sunset. Let's say if we, if we just take a regular day, that's six, uh, sunrise, six in the morning, six in the evening, approximately 12.30 is Mincha Gedola, and uh, 3.30 is Mincha Ketana, just uh, as an example. Says Rav Ben you should know that davening Mincha Gedola is Bedievet, not it's not the real time to daven mincha. And therefore, if you have a choice to daven with the community, Batsibur, mincha gedola, or daven by yourself, mincha ketana, says Rabbenzion Abashal, preferable to daven mincha ketana by yourself and not daven with the community. That is a radical opinion in terms of weighing up the, the benefits of davening with the community versus davening at the right time, according to Ben Tzion, Erav Ben Tzion Abashal. 
I want to just mention that possibly the argument between Rav Moshe Feinstein and the uh, Rabbeinu Rabbi Shaul is couched on the Gemara that we saw in Masechet Brachot. The Gemara in Masechet Brachot gave us two reasons why we should daven in the community with the with the tzibur. The one is Eitratzon. It's a time when Matvila is going to be most acceptable. The other is you are redeeming Hakadosh Baruch redeeming Akash Baruch or redeeming Am Yisrael. If it's a question of Eitratzon, so then maybe I've got to take into account when it's maybe the best time davening Mincha in the Lachatchila time is, is overrides, overrides the, the, the Eitratzon of the community, etc. Because maybe davening in the time is, the, is a better Eitratzon. However, if I go according to the second opinion, it's not really a question of if my filler is going to be accepted, but by dabbing in the community, I do something that redeems Klan Israel. It's a, a, a much stronger argument. And that argument perhaps could be the reason behind Rav Moshe Feinstein, who he holds that that is the critical uh, argument. And therefore, it's almost an obligation. And I don't take into account any of these other, um, any of these other factors. Let's see. Um, everyone agrees that even if you say it's an obligation, like Rav Moshe Feinstein, that there's certain times that I'm going to be exempt. For example, Haolech says the Shulchan Aruch, Haolech b'derech v'yigil la'ir perotzel alunba. Person got to a town and he wants to uh, go to sleep. He's got the hotel room. Im lefanav ad arba milin makom shemitpalin be ba'asara tzarich lelechsha. If in the next town there's a minion and it's in the direction where he's headed. He has to continue to the next town, up to four mil, approximately uh, eight kilometers. And if he, the town behind him, meaning backtracking his steps up to one mil in order to daven in a minion. Frozen, Apologies for that. We lost the uh, we lost the internet for a moment. Um, we lost about the last minute or so of what you were saying. Right. So let me go back. So a um, a very famous and common question is: I'm planning my holiday trip. I want to go to I want to go to uh, Cyprus. And there's not going to be a, a minion. Uh, do I have to worry about it? Do I opinion Rav Zalman Nechemia Goldberg? Rav Zalman Nechemia Goldberg wants to say that one doesn't have to worry about it. Why is that? And he brings Shabbat. I'm going to say the principle outside. But we have a famous principle in Shabbat, the Gemara. Volume's gone again. It's frozen and the volume's gone again. Can you hear me now? Just can you hear me? This, this, this second now, yes, can you hear uh -huh. um, Okay, so, so I'll just repeat. Rav Zalman Chemia Goldberg says 
that you don't need to worry about going to a place where there's not minion. You don't have to worry about it. And he proves it from Yilchot Shabbat. In Yilchot Shabbat, we know the halacha is, the Gemara says, that if one's going to go on a long uh, uh, trip, uh, a boat trip, one is not allowed to board the ship Erev Shabbat. One is allowed to board the ship Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, according to some opinions, Wednesday. We're not going to get into that discussion. When we get into Yilchot Shabbos, we'll discuss this further in, in further detail. But you're allowed to board the ship on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Now, there, if, if I'm not mistaken, I, I think I once counted, there were 10 different reasons given by the Rishonim as to what the problem is with boarding a ship Erev Shabbat, meaning Thursday and Friday. The most famous opinion is the opinion of the Balamor. The Balamor says, what is the problem of boarding the ship Erev Shabbat? There could be a situation that, again, in the times of uh, the medieval times, people who boarded the ship, there was a good chance that when the ship was going on Shabbat, the, the would hit a storm and everyone would have to, you know, tie knots, etc., etc., and break Shabbat, pikuach nefesh. And says the Baalamaor, a very important principle in halacha, a person is not allowed to put himself into a situation of pikuach nefesh where he would have to desecrate the Shabbat. However, says the Balamor, that obligation is only when the obligation of Shabbat already has begun. When is the obligation for me to start thinking about Shabbat begin? Three days before Shabbat. But on Sunday, I don't have to worry about Shabbat. Meaning the obligation to start worrying that maybe I might get into a situation where I'm permitted to break Shabbat because it's pikuach nefesh, and don't put myself into that situation, that only kicks in from Wednesday. And that is what the Gemara is saying. Don't put yourself in a situation where you might have to desecrate the Shabbat, which again would be permitted because of Pikuch Nefesh, but you don't put yourself in that situation. From Erev Shabbat, but before Erev Shabbat, you can. Then that's a din of Erev Shabbat. But regarding tefillah, since the obligation to daven, shachrit, mincha, mariv have not, has not yet arisen, I have no obligation to be concerned myself that I have to daven in a minion. And then it says, Shazaman Goldberg, if a person wants to travel to a place, let's say he's going on holiday and there's not going to be a minion, according to Shazaman Goldberg, there's no, uh, there's no, it's not a problem. It's not a problem. You want to, you want to be midas uh, chasidut. That's, uh, that's always good. You know, try and go to a place where there's a minion. But if there's no minion and you, you're not going to be able to dive in a minion, and that's where you're going, according to the argument of Razam and Goldberg, again based on the principle of the Balamor, his explanation, that's, uh, that, that's the basis for it. Um, this is actually the Shulchan Aruch. So let's read the Shulchan Aruch. Hayotzim b'shayara b'midvar. This is Hilchot Shabbat. The person who's traveling in a uh, um, some type of caravan. Va'kol yodim chen tzichim lechalel Shabbat. And everyone knows that they're going to have to break Shabbos. Kim b'nei ha'sakana lo yichlu la'akev b'midvar b'shabbat levadam. Because they won't be able to stay in the middle of the desert by themselves. So if the, the people carry on traveling on Shabbat, you have to carry on traveling. Gimel yamim kodem Shabbat asurim latzekt. Three days before Shabbos, you're not allowed to begin. Over Yom Rishon, over Sheni, over Shlishi, Mutar. But on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, you are allowed to join the caravan. Vimachakach yeral lo sakanav yisarech lechalel Shabbat mipnei pekoach nefesh mutar. And then if afterwards it happens that you have to break Shabbos, then it would be permitted and there's no problem. That is the Shulchan Aruch paskening the principle of the Baal HaMa'or. And Rav Zalman Nechemia Goldberg took that principle to Hilchot, uh, to Hilchot Pina. Again, in the footnotes over here, um, the Yeshuaat Yisrael argues on him, and there's a lot to discuss regarding this, and there's also a footnote over here. But it's enough for, for today's share the purposes. I think it's in, in, important to point out Rav Zalman Nechemia Goldberg is a strong argument, and there's definitely you can rely on him. There are different people that argue against him and bring that that argument is not appropriate.
and you can read it in the footnote, uh, etc. Okay. Should women, so, so if, if I summarize up until now, we've seen that according to Moshe Feinstein, the Haruch HaShulchan, it's almost a rabbinic obligation, almost. Very difficult to say it's a complete obligation, but definitely this is what a person has to do. Um, according to Rav uh, Abba Ben-Zion Shaul, no, as the Shulchan Aruch wrote, then. It's a good thing to try and do, but it's not a complete obligation. And therefore, when there are other factors involved, such as whether you should have a mincha gedoyle, mincha that over everyone agrees that all things being equal, vadai, one should, and it's preferable to have an inominion. The question is, does this apply to both men and women, or just to men? So Rafuk in Hilchot, Halichot Bat Yisrael, very famous uh, compendium on halachot for women, writes as follows. Although a woman doesn't uh, uh, combine to, to, to make a minion, and she's not commanded to daven in a community, in a tzibur, there's a great minor, uh, uh, um, uh, right? It enhances her prayer if she davens and a great merit for her to daven in the, in the shul and with the community. Similarly, the uh, Rabeliezer of Papo, the author of Pele Yoet, right? A woman should go to the Ezra Nashim and daven with the community. He says, everyone who's got Yerat Shemaim should teach their wives and their daughters to go daven in Shul. And even if it means they're going to, going to have less time to, to, to deal with the work and housework, etc., they should, the person should, uh, that's what he should tell his wife and daughters uh, to do. On the other hand, right, um, what happens when there's another mitzvah that a, that a woman is now going to, should she daven in shul or she should do another mitzvah? In Shut Avne Yashpe, Shut Avne Yashpe is uh, generally written, he uh, was a Talmud of of Rav Eliashiv. And many times the Shut Avne Yashpe is, um, is, 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 is kind of the opinion of Rav Eliashiv, but, but not necessarily, but there's a, definitely a, a connection there. Should a woman Miss out another mitzvah to go and daven with in the shul. Then he says he doesn't really see how davening in the Ezrat Nashim is considered davening as part of the community. She's not in the same room. And also she doesn't see them many times. A woman should only daven in the in the shul with the community if it's not going to hinder her from fulfilling another mitzvah. But if it's going to impact that she now can't do a mitzvah of uh, some type of chesed or whatever it is, she should not daven in the community. Rav Shlomo Zalman Orbach seems to take an approach that for a woman davening b'tzibur is not really anything of, of importance. A woman shouldn't skip the order of the davening in order to daven with the community. She's not part of the obligation of davening with the community at all. And it sounds like, according to Rav Shlomo Zaman Arbach, even just skipping, which we generally say for men, definitely you should try skip in order to daven together with the community, that for women... Uh, is not a says Rav Shlomo Zaman Arbach she shouldn't do. Rav Ovadia Yosef says, "Machar v'nashim chayavot betvila." 
since women are obligated to David. That's why they instituted a place where that woman can daven in every shul of Beit Knesset, Ezrat Nashim. However, women are not obligated to daven in the community, since they're not, they don't join the partake, make part of the minyan. But they still get merit for answering Amen to Kaddish, Kedusha, and they hear Kriyat Shema. So says the Yalkut Yosef, they, they get merit. It's not an obligation. It's definitely not the same obligation as men. But if a woman does so, it's uh, praiseworthy because she gets merit. Okay. So to summarize, we've seen on the one hand, we've had opinions such as the Pele Yoetz, who says very strongly that we should encourage our women to go daven in the community. Uh, we've got the Avne Yashbe that says that's only on condition that it doesn't come uh, at the expense of other mitzvot. Rav Shlomo Zaman Arbach says a woman shouldn't skip davening to daven betzibur, implying that for a woman, davening in the community is not, not, not really a, an important aspect of any sort. However, Rav, Rav Ovadia Yosef says, no, but they definitely get merit of answering Kedusha and Amen, etc. Um, it is interesting that we saw before, what was the reason that a person should daven in, uh, that a person should daven in a community? And one of the reasons was, is because your tefillah is answered. Now, the Gemara has, in, in, in the Gemara in Kiddushin, discusses if women are obligated to daven. And the Gemara says, obviously, they're obligated to daven. And the Gemara says, what, they don't need rachamim? Everyone needs rachamim, right? As opposed to the mitzvah of Kriyat Shema, perhaps women are exempt because it's a mitzvah Tasei Shazman Grama. That's a discussion we're not going to get into. We learned Yilchot Kriyat Shema. Regarding tefillah, the Gemara says that they're definitely obligated. Why? Because the Gemara says, because they need rachamim. Like, that's the argument. They need rachamim. So everyone needs their, their, their tefillah to be answered. So if everyone needs it, the women need their answer, their tefillah to be answered just as much as men. So if that's the reasoning, then why is there such a big distinction between the that women should daven in a community and men? However, if the reason is for this obligation that you are, as we say, that you're redeeming me. Okay, maybe that's only people that are obligated in the mitzvah, but not people that are not obligated in the mitzvah. And then there seems to be perhaps more reason to distinguish between men and women. So I'm just putting that out there that it could be that is the source of the argument again between the Pele Yoetz on the one hand and Rosh Hashanah on the other. Okay. Um, now comes a very, very common question, and it's a, I'm not sure if we're going to be able to uh, finish this section uh, in 10 minutes. We will, we will, uh, we'll see how far we can go. In the minion, the Shaliyah Tzibur wants to start and say, Baruch Hashem Gal Israel wants to start the Amida, and he looks around and he waits. And he sees, ah, but there's uh, four people that are still in Kriyashma. Should he wait for everyone to get up to Baruch HaTashem Ga'al Yisrael and so everyone can start the Amidah together? Or does he not have to wait? Is there any need for that? Secondly, when the, the Shaliyah Tzibur now finished his Amidah, and he's looking around in Shul, and he's seeing, ah, he finished, he finished, he finished, and he starts counting how many people have finished. When the Shaliyah Tzibur is he permitted to start happening? So that is based on the question how read the Chayam? The main point of davening Betzibor in a community is the Shmona Israel. The Hainu, what does that mean? That 10 people above age, 10 men above age 13 should daven the Amida together. 
ולא כמו שחושבים ההמון שעיקר להתפלל בעשרה הוא רק משום לשמוע קדיש קדושה וברוך הוא. Not as most people think that you know why do I need a daven in a minyan? Oh just because in order to hear Kaddish and Kedush and Baruch. ולכן אינם מקפידים להתפלל ביחד רק שיהיה עשרה בבית כנסת. They think that the whole reason you need a minyan is to say Kaddish and Kedusha. But you, 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 you know for, for ten people to be davening the Shmona Yisrael, the silent Shmona Yisrael uh, together, that's unimportant. Said Zechai Adam, ta'ut gadol. This is a grave mistake. It's a big mistake people are making. ולכן, and therefore, person should come quickly to the Shaliyah Tzibor, yes, to Ga'al Yisrael, he's there with him. in order, you should have in order because he needs to get to with the Shaliyah Tzibur to daven together. Yes. Secondly, says Zechai Adam, that when he davens with the community, they cannot daven Earlier with the the with the community, asulak dim tvilato actually palu atzibor. So you can't stop happening before the community. Vafilu rotzel atzet lebeit knesset. Persons hurrying to. He wants to get to work. You're worried that people are going to miss up and down. They are on Aroch uh, Lecha on Shabbos morning. They're taking 45 minutes for 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 Kriyashma. Uh, like, uh, you know, uh, each verse is taking 15 minutes. Then you can daven Bismar. But uh, he says then it's preferable not to daven in The volume keeps going again. Mishnah Brewer, by the way, accepts the opinion of the almost word for word. Now look at the Mishnah Brura. That is Mishnah Brura in Orachim Siman Tzadik in chapter 90. But in, Orach, in Mishnah Brura in chapter 69, something completely different. Losing the volume, Rabbi, I'm afraid. Sorry, Harold, what did you say? So we, for the last few minutes, we keep losing the volume. Every time I go to click it to save you, it's gone. It comes back. But we're missing, missing about 50% of what you're saying at the moment. Oi, go well. Um, okay, so let me let me try and summarize what I've said. According Thank to the Chaya, according to the Chaya Adam and the Mishnah Burra, davening in the Minyan is not just davening your private Amida when there happens to be a nine other people in the room. Davening Batsibur means davening the silent Amida together with nine other people also davening the silent Amida. That is, seems to be how the Chaya Adam Paskin and the Mishnah Burra Paskin. But the same Mishnah Burra in a few chapters before in chapter Samach Tet, tells us something completely different. Aval kesheyesh rov minyan hen kemotzibur gamur. They are considered like a complete minyan. 
Now, Rov Abigail is obviously referring to six people. So this is a bit confusing. According to the Mishnah Burah in chapter 90, it sounds like if I want to daven betzibur, I have to have all 10 people davening in Shemonai Israel together. According to the Mishnah Burah in Samach Tet, as long as I have six people, that's good enough. Six is good. So which one is it? Do I have to have all 10 people? Or do I have to have uh, only six people? So we, since we only have four minutes left, we're going to stop at, uh, at this point in the fear, and we're going to leave it as a question. And next week, we'll try and figure out what is, how do we resolve the seeming contradiction from the Mishabura as to what comprises a minion? Is it, do I have to have 10 people all together davening? Or is it good enough that I have 10 people in the room and just six people that are at the same place? So that Bezrat Hashem will continue next week, Bezrat Hashem, on this topic. Okay, thank you very okay. much. As I said, I don't know, um, so normally we're finishing much later than on, on a Wednesday. Uh, that Sometimes I'll finish the half past one or 20 to two. Right. But obviously, it was very difficult for me to sort of log in. So at 20 past one, when I logged in the other week, of course, as nobody else had, it um, it gone. Right. Uh, so I'm not quite sure what we're going to do with the timings. Obviously, I, I, I'm only one. I'm only one voter. Right. But uh, you can see, even today, when we're supposed to be finished at quarter to one, I had plenty of time to be ready for one o'clock. Right. I wasn't. I, I feel very bad that you know you're giving your time for one o'clock, and then no one turns up. Right. And I wouldn't mind. Um, my personal situation is such that. I'm at home. I'm not going anywhere. It's not like I, unless I've got a hospital appointment, uh, I'm here. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to roll, but I can't do dance at the two simple. See, my, my problem is I've got mincha too, so so right. I've got like a hard stop that I have to. Uh... Okay. Well, we'll just we'll just go for the best we can. If nothing else, I'll try and text you and let you know where I'm up to. Okay. Fantastic. All right. The, the other side is obviously outdoor minyan for me. It's the only chance I get. To daven with a minion, right? I know, I know it's not the best. And the right. Tully Candler is always a is a is not going, going joke with us about doubling outside. Now the joke's on me, because at least on Shabbos I get to daven with a minion. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. thank you very much. Regards to all your family. Thank you. And your mind who you see as well. Bye. Yes. Bye. 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 Thank you again. Appreciate it. Bye. Thank you. Bye.